We saw 125 movies in 2023, but what were the best? Hello, everybody. We're Just Another Movie Night, and I am Scott. And I'm Joe. And we are doing before and after reviews, but we're doing something a little different because there's no movie this week. Nothing that we're really going to see. We also got a little vacation time planned, and we also uh, had some difficulties. We've been behind on a lot of stuff, so a lot of things, reviews haven't come out because of phone breaking uh you know technical difficulties sickness we got everything going on <laughs> but here we are we're going to do a little something we're going to do our rankings of the best movies of 2023 okay and and in perfect timing because the oscars just came out right the oscar nominations just released we already had the golden globes the bafta the emmys i think we've had like everything mm -hmm. and now we're just waiting for the golden globes and i mean the uh, oscars to happen and uh, since the nominations came out, everybody's talking about the snubs and the letdowns and all that crap. And there's a lot. I mean, I can see a lot of debate. But I will say this. We haven't seen every movie of 2023. Who could? And I'm just going to name some of the ones we've missed recently. We haven't seen Killers of the Flower Moon, Past Lives, American Fiction, or Zone of Interest. Both haven't been released near us. Iron Claw. The Color Purple, Rustin, and May, December, which I know are all pretty much big contenders of the year. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't seen all those. So this is really just our personal lists, and we're going to do a top 10 back and forth. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's our personal things. And, of course, everybody's not going to agree. And we're probably not going to agree with each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You know, give us a little leeway. We're just doing a little spitball. And last year, we did something called the jammies where we were trying to do it. It was a complete debacle. <laughs> uh, we didn't know our structure. We didn't have any plan. So we're going to do it again virtually. Our jammies for the best movies of 2023. <laughs> so you want to start with number 10? Yeah, I'll start What's with yours? number 10. Um, my pick for number 10 best movie of 2023 is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. I really had a great time with that. I thought the art was great. And I, I just, I love the, the, it was just overly cute. Everything about it. I, I really did love everything about it. I had a great time with it. It was fun. Yeah. You know, uh, it's funny because I actually gave 14 movies last year, an eight out of 10, which is pretty good for yeah. me. It's, it's rare. A lot of sevens mm -hmm. and mediocre sixes and stuff like that. Rarely have I been going over eight, but I gave 14 movies an eight and my number 14 is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, okay. I also enjoy this movie. I just thought yeah. it was a hell of a lot of fun. It, it looks was, great. It was a hoot. Yeah, I really liked it. The, the art was just fantastic. Loved it. Yeah. Um, my number 10 is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Oh, okay. I, I think this movie needs to get a little more praise for what it's doing. I did like it, yeah. No movie in that far into a franchise should be that kick-ass, that entertaining, and balls to the wall. And the fact that no one saw it pisses me the 
frig off. <laughs> so I have to give it to it. Okay. All right. Okay. So uh, number nine. Number nine on my list is Evil Dead Rise. Wow. Okay. I love this movie. I yeah. love it. It's odd because so many people do not. You know, it's very bizarre that they don't. I, I just love everything that they did in this movie. I love how far they went in the movie. Um, it, it was Creep Factor 11. The main character was absolutely fantastic in her the uh, woman, portrayal. The yeah. woman doing it was fantastic. She, she was so good. She yeah. was so good. And I just... I just really enjoyed this movie a lot. I, and I didn't even think I would love it as much as I did, but yeah. I really had a great time with this movie. I enjoyed this film as well. I wish that the last act was tighter. Mm -hmm. I felt like they didn't know where they wanted to go at the end, but there was a lot of li to like as a horror fan. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm so shocked that people didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, I'm shocked too. I am. All right, so my number nine is Oppenheimer. And I, I know that'll piss off a shitload of people who think it's one of the best things ever made. I enjoyed it. I feel it was a little disjointed. Um, I, I think that it gets a lot right. Nolan is a great director. There's there's no denying that. It feels less of a biopic and more of an idea about something else. And that aspect is pretty good. But because it's got so much going on in it, there's a courtroom drama, the, the making of the bomb, you know, this guy's life. They have so many things juggling that I feel like it kind of gets lost along the way. And I don't feel like it nails it a hundred percent. I definitely think that it it is very good, and that's why I have it on this top list. Um, I, I definitely think there's things about it that are excellent. Mm -hmm. um, but I found almost everything but Oppenheimer himself the most interesting thing about the movie, and I think in that sense the movie isn't good. Yeah, I agree with you about that, and actually that is uh, you. It's a good it's a good time to bring up the fact that. I have booted this off my list because I have given this reconsideration and my original score was a nine and I am taking that back. I have thought about this in great detail and with great time and I am booting it off the list. So, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like anything that comes after this for so many people is just going to be like, frig you, you know, screw you because you have this on mm -hmm. ahead of this movie. I get it. Mm -hmm. I completely get there is, and I definitely think there is a thing about Nolan himself that people just adore him to the point where nothing he, anything he puts out, they either get a pass, they act like, you know, Tenet wasn't good. It no. was, it was okay. Uh, it wasn't this masterpiece that people expect from him. And it's so funny that that movie happened because people act like it never occurred. When they talk about him, yeah. they just say, he's a genius. And I'm like, do you remember Tenet from only like, last yeah, year? It yeah, it was forgettable. A couple of years ago? Yeah. It wasn't that great. So calm down, you know, like, it happens. Mm -hmm. I think he is very good, though. He's got oh, he's so much too. talent. Oh, I do, Yeah, And I the too. acting in the movie is phenomenal. So yeah, it is. I get it. I get it. But for me, it's only, it's low, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. So what's up? What's next? Eight. Okay. For my number eight pick... I chose Equalizer 3. Whoa, okay. I loved it. <laughs> Very interesting. And I can watch Denzel Washington tie his shoes, and I could be completely entertained by it. And uh, I just, I really like the setting of it, yeah. of the film. I, I love the people, the characters. Everybody in that film did a great job. And I loved watching him just totally, you know, kick ass and stuff. 
Yeah. He's great. And he's so, he's just so classy and there, and he's wonderful to watch on screen that I just can't get enough of him. I, I will watch him do anything. So I had a good time with that movie. And I do, I like that series. I think that series is great. The, yeah. The, equalizer it, films i gotta tell you i think you just reminded me i maybe didn't rate this movie oh. i feel like maybe i forgot that i rated it because i think i would have had it on here too because you just reminded me that i think i have 15 films <laughs> at an eight like that's a little shocking to i me. mean yeah we both like this film a lot yeah so. that definitely would be definitely definitely an 11 i'll yeah. tell you my, my number 11 <laughs> Uh, you know, someone at my, uh, you know, we have a whole bunch of uh, uh, movie reviewers online. We all chat. We have a group. We, we started, and someone in the chat said that uh, a certain action movie of recent was better than John Wick. And I said, I agree. And I'll, I'll double down with that and say, I think Equalizer 3 is better than John Wick. And uh, everybody's like, holy shit. Like, some of them were like, holy shit. But a lot of people were like, yes. Mm-hmm. I get why John Wick is popular, popular, you know, I, I understand it. Um, but the movie has gotten too silly for me and it is not working for me anymore. It got a little too out of control. They, you turn something to 11, it, it shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. Equalizer knew exactly how to do his movie and it kept it very grounded. And the character, it's about a character. It's about him. There's some stuff going on around him. It's not as important as he is. Right. And it's just perfect. It's exactly what yeah. I want to see. The action is amazing, and it didn't have to go 20 times higher to make it entertaining. It could stay still grounded and still work, mm -hmm. and that's why it nails it. And yeah. also, cinematography, killer. Directing, Anton Fuquan is amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. He's a, he, he and Denzel are a great match. Yes. I, I think that they do great together. And it was really fun to see him back with Dakota Fanning. I thought that was cute. That was a nice touch. It was a good touch. And I really did like this movie a lot. I had a great time with it. I could watch it 500 times over John Wick any day. I don't really care much for John Wick. And I don't get the love for it. Yeah. I was done after two. We, it's we, enough. We said, like, there's a lot to praise about the last John Wick film. And directing. And, uh, and choreography you know and the choreography was choreography great. choreography yes yeah. and just the willingness that keanu reeves does in stunt performing in that movie mm -hmm. is phenomenal oh yeah but no as a film props. is a full film no sorry no he's bouncing off cars for 20 minutes it made me laugh too that much. is 100 percent the truth i yeah. can't so um yeah so and now talking about pissing off everybody oh gosh my number eight mm -hmm. barbie <laughs> sorry I absolutely loved it. I don't understand why that would piss everyone off. Because it beat off. <laughs> um, yeah, here's something that might blow people's minds. Uh, I just found Barbie refreshing, interesting, kind of bold and daring. It, it just did. It stepped bounds in a way that you don't see. And the fact that it made so many people argue and talk mm -hmm. is exactly what it was trying to do. Yeah. And it was successful. Now, I will say... Some of the comedic stuff with, like, Will Ferrell, a little too much. You know, he he pops in in these movies, and I, I feel like with Will Ferrell, he's supposed to just be eating up all the scenery, you know? Yeah. But in this one, I don't feel that he really did his job. He was very bland, and he didn't, he just didn't thrill me at all. See, that's the thing. I didn't want him to be as corny and over the top. He, he was in the human world. He should have been normal. 
Instead, they made him, like, cartoony. And I I didn't like that. I wish they would have kept one separated from the other. Mm -hmm. I I loved Michael Sarah's bits. We love Kate McKinnon. Oh, there's... Yeah, there's some great stuff in here. I mean, ever I mean, all the people and the set direction. Oh my god, the beautiful set pieces, incredible! The goddamn wardrobe. Yeah, oh, they, everything. Beautiful. A movie about Barbie should never have been this good and this right. smart and this clever. Mm-hmm. And it nails it. it and does. I'm gonna give it its credit that it deserves. It's yeah. the same thing with Mission Impossible for me. They both pushed in. In a, in a way where their movies didn't need to be that great. And they still went for it. And they went, you know what? We're going to push it. We're going to push the envelope. We're going to mm-hmm. try something different. We're going to make messages. We're going to, you know, do stunts that we don't need to do. They both need to deserve the credit that they get, I mm-hmm. think. So that's why it's my number eight. And hey. Okay. If you don't I, like it, you know, it's you okay. Know what? It's okay you don't I like it. I like it. Um, so my, uh, I guess we're on number seven. Yep. So my number seven pick um, is Anatomy of a Fall. I thought that movie was fantastic. It the main actress, I believe her name is um, Sandra Huller. Sandra Huller, yes, she was so good in this movie. The way, just her facial expressions, she can express anything with just her eyes. It was so good. It kept me totally on the edge of my seat the whole time. And um, I I love the whole courtroom thing and stuff. I, it was fantastic. Everything that they did in this film, it it was just great. It was a great movie. It was well acted. It was well directed. I, I thought it was fantastic. I can't argue about any of it, and I'll only add to it when I get to it on my list because I think it's fantastic. Okay, yeah, it was it was wonderful. It, all the actors did a great job. Yeah. I, I can't say enough good things. It li- literally had me hanging on the edge of my seat the whole time. You know what keep you know what has me on the edge of my seat? To know what your next movies are. Oh, okay. Because that's fantastic. But my well, number I'll blow your mind. Well my number seven before I get too into it, um, is the holdovers. The okay. holdovers. Yeah. Uh I love this movie. Uh, I I it kind of scratched that itch for me. Uh I we're gonna get into this more because everything after is pretty more grim. Mm-hmm. And I think that the holdovers is, and we're going to get into it more. I definitely going to bookend the next picks. Okay. With, you know, I'm going to bookend it with something sweet while everything in the middle is just dark. And so <laughs> I, I feel like in this, these days I noticed that movies are getting more and more serious and gritty and dark and just, about like just a, a real nihilistic approach to like looking at things in film and and I will say that the holdovers is the complete opposite it goes back in time even in filming to the 70s it once i get the feel of the 70s movies where it's just a sweet movie about people mm-hmm. and it has a message about you know you seeing each other and showing you how we kind of share the same things, even though we feel like we're different. Mm-hmm. And I think that really, really worked for me. And I think it just scratched the itch that I needed. Sometimes you just don't want to watch the same sad, gut wrenching, thought provoking film. Sometimes you just want to smile. Mm-hmm. And I think the three actors in this movie came together in a way where at the end of the movie, I wanted to watch them more. 
Yes. I actually like them I agree as people. with that. Yeah, I did too. And so it worked for me. Yeah, especially the lady that was playing Mary. She was fantastic. Yeah. I don't remember her name. I should know her name. Divine? Divine, yeah, Divine. Yeah. Um, she was great. So I, I do. I like that pick. That's a good pick. Um, so, yeah, that's my uh, number seven. What's your number six? Okay, so now we're getting down and dirty. <laughs> so my number six is Sizu. I loved this movie. Caesar. I loved it. And, you know, I don't really... I, I could say that there wasn't much of a plot. It was kind of like a revenge flick. But the grittiness and the way this film was shot, it just was so gorgeous. It was so gorgeous. And I've never, ever rooted for someone so hard like I did for this man in this movie. It was just so beautifully filmed and... What this guy went through was just baffling. I mean, it was just crazy. All the, I mean, yes, it was a little over the top, you know, towards the end. But overall, as a film, this film had me just completely wild-eyed while I was watching it. And um, that is my number six. You know, it's interesting because you just found the movie that I had forgotten. When I, I said that chat was talking about, they said was better than John Wick. Uh-huh. And today was Sisu. Uh-huh. And uh, that group was like, Sisu's better. And I added the equalizer to it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, they're both better action films. But, and I agree with that. The only reason that this movie, and if I don't recall if I gave it a high score as well, when we saw it, I might have. But I've come down on it. Um, and the reason I came down on it is it does get a little, that's what I figure. I gave it a seven. I, I, I do agree with this seven because it got too cartoony in the end and it yeah. was getting to that John Wick thing. And I couldn't really defend it when I knocked John Wick and Fast and the Furious for the same thing. I mean, at the yeah, end, he's like riding end. a bomb. Yeah, and, towards the end, it got a little bit it, crazy. It's insane. But the and whole movie was like that. It is shot incredible. It's and it's one of those gore films that it goes back to the practical gore yes. and it looks fantastic. You feel so, it. You yeah. feel that gore. And like, you just can feel it. Yeah. And, and it just makes you squirm. This is a movie that is, I think, underseen and underrated. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and on it from last year. And I don't know why people are sitting on it. It's a weird one. Uh, I think it should be more popular. Yeah. I, I say this is a recommend from me. I think that everyone should see this movie. It was, it was good. All right, so my number six is Maestro. Okay. Uh, yeah, Netflix is Maestro, Bradley Cooper, and Carrie Mulligan. And I I don't think um, people are digging it as much as we did when we saw it. Um, I really found this movie very interesting. I, I particularly thought the last half of the movie was fantastic, like top-notch in every way. Some people have said that Bradley Cooper's accent... Uh, changes and I've heard he went so in, so into character that he would not talk like himself behind the camera when he wasn't in scenes and offset you know he was just trying to be that person and uh, it, it, I think that he nailed it mm-hmm. in particular there are some amazing sequences in this film that one in particular where he uh, is conducting in a church is probably some of the best acting I've seen in a long time. And Carrie Mulligan um, is outstanding in this film. Um, mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed this movie. I uh, think that 
also Cooper needs to be talked about about how well he shot emotion instead of having to sometimes he would keep a camera back and you would listen and you would just get the feeling of a scene and you didn't need to see the emotion on the film's face to understand what Pierre characters are going through and I found that stellar mm-hmm. so to me very very good film um mm-hmm. I don't know why people don't talk about it more but that's just me. I, I, I loved it. I recommend it to everybody at work. So, yeah. I, I think it should be seen. I think he, and there's some incredible makeup in that film too. He looks mm-hmm. fantastic. So. Yep. He sure does. That's my number. What are we on? Six. So we're going to five. Okay. This is where I'm getting dark, dark, okay. dark. Okay. Well, actually mine just perked up a little because my number five is Barbie. Okay. Um, I, well, I'm surprised it's so high. Yeah. I, I really, I have sat and thought about this movie and, and I just, you know, Margot Robbie is so great. She's, she just is so, not only is she beautiful, but she just has this charisma and like, you can't help but fall in love with her the minute that you see her. She's just awesome. And Ryan Gosling too. It's just really great. And, um, that whole cast was great. So yeah, Barbie, we, we already said everything about Barbie. How do you feel about, um, I guess this is a good moment to bring up the snubs. She was not nominated for an Oscar. Okay, well, that makes me mad. Yeah, also not director, too. Yeah, Greta Gerwig Greta, wasn't nominated. Both were snubbed. That's That sucks. It does suck. I, I don't know if Margot Robbie is Oscar-nominated worthy in this movie. I think that she's doing exactly what she needs to do, but I don't know if the movie is hinging on her acting. I think it really has to do with the idea of Barbie and yeah. things around her. Mm-hmm. I can see why uh, Ryan Gosling and America Ferrar are both being nominated. I can see that they both um, kind of really nail their characters and some of the emotion. I I, I think that's an interesting thing. Uh, I, I I'm kind of on the fence with the uh, the snub being for her, but Greta Gerwig is the one that kind of shocks me. Yeah, that shocks me too. It really she, does. She did a lot for this film. She did. And I'm glad it made as much money as it, it, it did because I'm glad that she's shown that, you know what, even the smallest idea can be this huge, huge thing. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your number five? Oh, okay. Talking about, what were we just saying about Margot Robbie? What'd you say? I said she's beautiful and amazing and yeah. has a lot of charisma. Let's talk about someone else that's beautiful, amazing, especially when dancing naked. Let's talk about Saltburn. <laughs> All right. Saltburn is my number five pick. Okay. It is something next level. I I haven't watched a movie where I at the end of the movie I either clapped or just stood up laughing. Yeah. This movie totally took me by surprise. I had no idea what this movie was. Clever advertising. I thought this was a coming of age drama. Yeah. Who knew it was a horror movie? I mean, for real, though. I mean, this... I don't know how to say his name. Barry Keoghan? Yeah. Keegan? I'm not sure. But he's he's really great. And he plays, like, a yes. creepy, like, weirdo so well. It's yep. fantastic. There was a lot about this movie that was off-putting. Oh, yes. There's, I mean, there's some scenes in here where you're like, oh, Jesus, Lord. You know? Like, we don't need all that. But... Unbelievable. It was... It was very creepy, and yeah. it was very well done and well acted. Yeah, this movie looks incredible. 
it feels incredible. The music is perfect. Everything uh-huh. is nailing it. Mm-hmm. The camera work, the dire- everything. The set direction, this house that they're filming in is gorgeous. Everything nails it. And I do know that it's crazy. And it is dark. And it is depressing. And it is insane. And mm-hmm. I really loved it. Yeah. Also, shout out to Rosamund Pike, who is a complete and utter nutcase in this film. She's not in it enough. She's not in it enough. But she does have this creepy, beautiful vibe about her. Where, like, she could just stare at you with, like, you know, we've seen her in other movies. Um, She's uh, in Gone Girl. But she, you could just, like, she could stare at you with these eyes and... She could, like, see right through your soul. It's crazy. Like, she just has this strangely odd face. And she just, she could do creepy and beautiful at the same time. But yeah. creepy, beautiful. I can't even describe what I'm trying to say. Like, it's like, she's just really cool. And yeah. and she was really good in this movie. I will also point out that an unrecognizable Carrie Mulligan is also in this film. Yeah. Uh, completely unrecognizable. Yeah. But I will also point out that I don't think... Um, Robert Grant, who plays the father, gets talked about enough. Mm-hmm. He has a scene in this movie that he he's like completely in his shell the whole time. And then there's this one scene where he has to freak out. And I think it really works in the scene. And it is, you feel it and it's all in him. And I think it's excellent. I don't know why, you know, he's one of those people that's not going to talk about either. But I thought he was really, really good. And I thought everybody in this movie was really, really good. I think everybody should see it, but I know it is awkward and weird. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I will say this, it's not for the weak at heart. It is a bizarre film. Mm-hmm. It sure is. There is a couple, there's at least four segments in there that is like truly disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So what's your number four? No, my number four is Maestro. I, oh, okay. I, yeah, I really enjoyed that movie. What's yours? Oh, okay. That's it? And that's all you Oh, had? yeah. We already talked a little bit. So I thought Carrie Mulligan was fantastic in that movie. Um, and, uh, I I thought everyone was great in it. It was a good movie. All right. So my number four, just like I talked about before, another, another beautiful movie about the most insane thing you've ever seen in your life. Ari Aster's Bo is Afraid. Oh my goodness. Bo is Afraid is something I think that needs to be clapped for because I have never seen a director completely nail what anxiety and stress looks like on film or just the male ego, dis- the dissecting all of the male problems in one person. It, it is a crazy adventure into this man's mind. And Joaquin Phoenix is a fucking genius in it. It is really really great to watch him he's a good actor man the first 30 minutes are so great they're actually funny some of the funniest stuff i've seen this year and then the next part gets twisted the it, it the movie travels in a way where you're either you're you're laughing you're confused that you're laughing then you feel bad for laughing then you're just completely shocked then you're horrified then you're laughing again it, it's a roller coaster of emotion, exactly what they wanted. He wanted to build mm-hmm. this crazy fantasy trip into this guy's mind. And I 
I think it's fantastic. Like, I really am impressed by this film. So that's why it's my so high on my list. Okay. I told you I was getting dark. Oh. I'm telling you. I'm all over the place, sir. So don't feel bad. We're on number three? Yeah. Okay, my number three pick is Saltburn. Okay. I really wow, okay. enjoyed that movie so much. It was so goddamn creepy. There's so much to love about it so much. I mean, I can go on for days. A lot of people that have, I talk to about it are like, oh man, that, that shit was fucked. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I know. It uh, was, it. It yeah, was fucked. It. But I mean, the movie was just like, it was so incredibly done and well acted that I, I really, I, I almost feel like bad for liking it as much as I do. <laughs> it is odd, right? Because, you know, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but, you know, it, the ending is, it's crazy. It's a crazy ending and you don't expect it. And I think that's what I loved so much about it because yeah. I was like, oh, wow, you know, like, I should I feel bad for liking this movie as much as I do? It was so creepy. <laughs> Yeah, like what does that say about my character? <laughs> Talk about the slow burn paying off. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, that it was quite the film. Did, it was. Do you you said your number four, and that was what? It was Maestro. Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I thought for some reason we skipped it. Yep. Okay. Mm, yeah. So uh, number three, dream scenario. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I I don't know how he keeps doing it, but Nicolas Cage keeps coming back and when he does it is some of the best work you see he gives everything to this movie and knows exactly how to play this character in a way that i found both hilarious and completely pitiful like i i just i just felt for this guy and i felt for the entire thing and it is directed and the script for this movie is so intelligent so smart and the way that it's directed is it, it does so many tricks and so many ideas to completely get this idea. I absolutely loved it. And I, I like I said, Nicholas Cage goes, disappears, makes a bunch of crap, then makes like a great film again. And he's been doing that off and on for, for the last five years. I'm impressed by this guy's the choosing. And he's making a reference recently that he wants to quit. I hope he doesn't. But if he does quit don't, on Dream Scenario, that. if Dream Scenario is one of his last films, he's chosen wisely because it, it is a very, very good movie. Um, okay, I will, I'll just add on to that because Dream Scenario is my number two. And I love this movie so much. And I've, I've been Nicholas, I've been like seriously a Nicolas Cage fan since I was born. I can't even tell you. I love him so much. And... I don't care if he makes five crappy movies and then one good one. I, I will watch anything that he does. Anything that he has his name on, I will watch. Yeah. I love him. And um, I, I don't give a crap who judges me on it. I love him. Yeah. And um, this movie, he this movie, it was like this part was made for him. He he did so amazing at in this role. And I'm pissed. I am so mad that this movie did not even get one Oscar nom. For anything. Yeah, I, I do not know why people are not gravitating toward, especially him. Like, I can understand this as a year of heavy directing, of heavy cinematography, and all these unique things. The dream sequences in this movie are, they feel like real dreams. It is yeah. it is very creepy to watch. It's, it's 
unsettling and but when you get the plot we mm-hmm. get the movies talking about it, it's very impressive yeah and how like awkward he is and how he can almost make awkwardness so endearing and cute and i mean does everything about the uh the directing in this movie and it was just fantastic i i loved it so yeah. much he he definitely is like once again just robbed i i think robbed. he again yeah. was not nominated for pig that's an upset. It's an upset. That he, movie he was, was also amazing. Uh, and you know, Mandy. Yeah, oh, Mandy. He did a great... I mean, he I, is one of the fucking best. I don't care if you can fight me. Anyone can fight me. Bring it. Because he, Even he is, if he makes five shitty ones, he's going to give yes. you one that's really entertaining. And last year, well, at least the last two years, mm-hmm. he gave us a lot of good stuff. Yeah, he did. You uh, know, and he, he's, he's, you know, I'm not going to be the, I'll be, I, I will be the first one to tell you that he has made some, some garbage films, yeah. but like you go way back to movies that I love, like Moonstruck, Peggy Sue Got Married, Raising Arizona, all of those movies, even Valley Girl, whereas my eighties kids, um, I, I love him. I, I mean, he, he will never do any wrong in my eyes yeah. ever. And, and this movie was so freaking good. Yeah. And I mean, last year we got, even if Renfield wasn't that great, you know, he was so much fun. He brought it. Uh, still. Nichols holding him. I, yeah. I, still entertained. Yes. Even if the movie itself wasn't the greatest, still entertaining. Yep. To see Nicolas Cage fulfill his dream of being Dracula. Yes, it was. It was funny, and uh, you know what? I I'm happy for him. Yeah. I'm glad he got to do that. So that is my my number two. All right, my number two is Anatomy of a Fall. Anatomy oh, okay. of a Fall is quite special to me. I I think that. Uh, I there's this is again a year for being extremely unique and those are the films that I gravitate toward the the, the most I gravitate to these films well when we get to number one we can laugh about what I just said but (laughs) um the unique films that I gravitate toward I want to always feel something different or special or you know from these films I want to come out of it thinking about things more you know i want to i don't want to just be like oh i'm entertained you know mm-hmm. popcorn i want to completely just marinate in this this idea of what this movie's trying to tell me about and all of these last few, few movies i've named saltburn dream scenario you know uh they, they and this one in particular they made me think bo's afraid the same thing this movie is such a clever unique idea on the court system, on how we look at crime, you know, like judging people, not really knowing, and it not really being about that. Now I can see why people would be mad Mm -hmm. because they're expecting a movie to tell them a complete story. This movie leaves it up to you Mm -hmm. and they give you things and you can take out from what you think. And what I find really clever is that everybody's going to have a different understanding of what this movie is and they're going to come out of it with different unique judgments because you're the jury in this movie uh very clever and also also being very open to exploring how we look at women in crime i i love this movie and uh, you already pointed out both the director and the actress and the child in this movie are top notch and there's not much going on mm-hmm. this is again a movie that's slow building and it is just an exploration of people and i really thought it was special i i loved it i'm so glad we saw this movie yeah 
It was um, great. We had a we didn't get to see it in the theater because I don't think it was one of those movies that we can not get around our area. And it just randomly came out on uh, streaming. And I was like, okay, God rent it. Yeah. I'm glad I did. For sure. So yeah, definitely my number two. Okay. So now we're at the big number one. We're at the big number one. I can't wait to hear it because mine's going to be laughable. So what's your number one? Oh, mine. Okay. Well, mine's probably going to be laughable too, but mine is Spider-Man. Holy the, shit. Across the Spider-Verse. I'm literally shocked. Okay. I had such a great time with it. I loved it. Okay. I thought it was great. I loved the art so much. I can literally watch that movie over and over again. I just thought the art was so good. So, yeah. This was my number 12. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, my problem with Across is this is Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. My problem with Across the Spider-Verse is it's not a full movie. Yeah. I am having a hard time judging this year. Movies haven't been full movies. Uh, there's been a couple of them. This is one of them. And it left a sour note in my mouth when we walked out of the theater because we didn't get an ending or conclusion to anything. And mm-hmm. I don't know how long it'll be before I do get a conclusion. Well, it and was I kind can't of. be satisfied. By yeah. It. it was kind of like. Um like bittersweet to me because i'm like okay well that sucks that we don't have an ending however we don't have an ending so there's gonna make more of these so it's like yeah. okay okay so we're gonna have more all right i'm happy then yeah but now i'm like hoping that that comes to fruition because if it doesn't then i'm gonna be really upset i mean i'm i'm hoping we'll get it soon i yeah. mean i look i adored the movie as well yeah it was good i really enjoyed it uh, it's hard not to these are great characters some of the best animation it's the most unique superhero films. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love them. And uh, Lord Miller, they're just fantastic. They nailed it on everything. The Lego movies. I mean, Batman and Lego Batman might be one of the best Batman films That's ever so made. Good. I, I know it, it. These guys, they rock. I just wish this movie at least gave us an ending to one of the plots. And it really didn't. And I just, it's hard for me to love it. I get it. When I get to see the part two and I have both side by side, mm-hmm. maybe I'll feel differently. You know, this is what if Infinity War ended with, you know, Thanos getting the glove and that was it. Yeah, I you hear know, you. It, at least he snapped. We got an ending. The villain won. Yeah. He walked off into the sunset. That's crazy. That's in, you know, that's uh, Infinity War. Then, you know, game, end game is how do we come back from this? Right. That's an ending, you know. It, this movie really deserved, it needed that. That's why... To see it at number one in your list, that surprises me. Yeah, well, I'm, it was kind I'm of like, shocked. I, I was teetering between that and Dream Scenario. Um, they're very close because <laughs> I really love Dream Scenario. But um, I just had a really great time watching it. I came out smiling. So I really, and I love that art. I thought it was really great. Which one? There's so many good ones. Yeah. There's so many I mean, different, all of it. Yeah. for each Spider-Man. It, it, was, it was adorable. Yeah. Punk Rock <laughs> Spider-Man. Oh, or, my God. Uh, yeah. What was it? Um, uh, oh, Bollywood the, the Spider-Man. Bollywood, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. So good. So good. I, I had a great time with it. So, yeah. Well, what was I just saying about all that trash talk and I was giving Spider-Man? Because my number one is Elemental. I know. This is one everybody hates. Don't I know why. I loved Elemental. Elemental, for me, is that movie that I was talking about when I said there's a sandwich here. You know? holdovers to elemental Mm -hmm. everything in between is a very dark look at humanity Mm -hmm. they're all really interesting explorations into people 
the darkness that we have inside of us and all the problems that we manifest, even with Maestro. You know, this is a you know man that's hiding who he is and stuff like that. Elemental and the holdovers, why they're on the sides, is because sometimes you just need a smile. I know. And Elemental not only made me smile, it made me once again feel hopeful for humanity. Yeah. I know that's <laughs> odd, but once in a while you need a beautiful film. And I thought, I know this is crazy. I know everybody's probably like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Someone at my work recently said, I had to watch a stupid movie with my kids. It was called Elements or something. And no. I was like, Elemental? I thought it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And he was like, ugh. You know, that's that's for women. Oh, and my I was like, God. What the, f- what the hell, man? What is wrong with men? Yeah, so this is what I'm talking about. And to me... I am not afraid to admit it. I cry like a baby. I loved it. I cry in happiness. It doesn't happen very often, but man, when it does, I feel great. Because sometimes you just need to shit out all that bad emotion. <laughs> yeah. And all those movies in my top five, like five up to now, have been that. Mm-hmm. Really dark, brooding movies. This is a beacon of uh, like of just sunshine in the in middle. It's a movie just about seeing it how we all have differences, but we can all be together. Everybody has a place. Everybody has a special in their, like a special thing in their heart that they can love each other. Even with their differences, it's a gorgeous film. It made me think of my love with my wife. It made me think of the happiest things ever. And it looks absolutely gorgeous. It really does. And you're so sweet. (laughs) It's just a beautiful looking film. And I really needed that great, happy moment and it's sitting on there and it's been sitting there and it's the (laughs) one that is like the underdog that everybody's crapping on saying pixar and disney are failing and i see this movie and i'm like guys where do we need nihilism like do we need this darkness uh you know one of our friends online she said that it needed a villain and i'm like that's the exact opposite of what it needed the villain is just the obstacles in life that are keeping us apart from each other. Mm-hmm. The things that are dividing us. That's the whole message of the movie. Mm-hmm. So no, it doesn't need a villain. Because the villain is are the things that make us stop doing what we want in life. Mm-hmm. And then this movie is about breaking those obstacles and being together. And being happy together. What could Aww. be better than that? Oh, stop! <laughs> so to me, poor, poor Elemental... I will kiss your ass. Thank you for making me laugh and smile this year. It makes me very happy. Oh, that's so sweet. I, I, I am, I'm actually putting that on my my honorable mentions list for for the 2023 list. Um, yeah. I have a, just a couple. Yeah, first, let me hear some. Oh, okay. So my honorable mentions are Godzilla, minus one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thanksgiving, you can laugh at me. I don't give a shit. Blow it out your ass. Um, Oppenheimer. <laughs> Um, and the holdovers. Okay. Those are my honorable mentions. And Elemental. I, I thought those movies were, were really good, but they just didn't quite make the top ten. Yeah, I've already said that two of yours, um, Spider-Man and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, were both in my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. But the ones that we didn't mention and neither one of us picked and you didn't have in your, uh, your honorable mentions that I have are The Covenant with... Uh, you know, uh, the Guy Ritchie film with... Uh, oh, shit. Jakey yeah. Jilly. Jakey Jilly. It's a really another movie that's yeah. actually got a very good message oh about God, how yeah. we take these interpreters and they join us and they help us and we kind of leave them behind. 
It's a really pretty message. I really enjoyed this film. Yeah, it was good. Um, I, and Guy Ritchie really stepping outside of his comfort zone, doing something a little different, and mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed it a lot. Um, Air. Uh, this is another one I really, really was impressed with. I, I did not think a movie about the shoe company making a shoe based around a basketball player would be so interesting. But Air is pretty damn interesting with some really good performances and some really great moments. Uh, in particular, Viola Davis and uh, Jason Bateman. Yes, have they some were the standouts. Really good scenes in this movie. I yeah. mean, uh, again, Matt Damon is fantastic. He's he, fantastic he's, he's in everything good, but he does. Yeah, but I, I thought the standout was Jason Bateman and Violet. Jason Bateman has a, a really good scene about talking about his family, and mm-hmm. it is kind of the motivation scene that pushes uh, Matt Damon. And Viola Davis is great as Michael Jordan's mother. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, they both, I think it's a pretty good film. I, I'm, I'm a little surprised about how good I thought that film was. So, yeah, those are my honorable mentions. But uh, let me just point this out, if we can, at the end here. I I wrote a little list of, which I think you can agree with. I don't know. I wrote a little list at the end here of, like, the other categories. Just a little talking points. Okay. Okay. So I wrote a little list of what I think are the best things of the year that kind of need to be mentioned. Uh, An actress category. Right. Okay. So I wrote Carrie Mulligan. Yeah. I think Carrie Mulligan is probably my favorite actor, actress of the year. I yeah. think she knocked it out of the park. I do think there are some other people like Sandra Huller from Anatomy of the Fall, um, Emma Stone from Poor Things. I mean, the, Emma Stone is will, able and willing to do so much for that film. But we both agree we don't think it's as good as everybody's saying it is. I think it's kind of a messy film. But yeah. Um, this is a weird one, but uh, Sarah Snook, I, who I I don't I think she's on uh, that um, show on HBO. Everybody got nominated for everything. She's in a movie called Run Rabbit Run, where oh, yeah. she is really doing some dark acting acting in her, and she is should get a little more credit. I think she just won the Emmy for. Um, that show that's so popular. Oh, that, Succession? Yeah. Yeah. I believe that's the same actress. I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. She's pretty damn good in this movie. It, even if the movie is not that good, it is an extremely dark and disturbing film where a lot of people I don't think are getting the movie, but it's seriously deep and, and kind of disgusting in its own way. She's fantastic at going to those dark levels. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to give a little nod to that. Also, Jennifer Lawrence for willing to be able to make comedy out of the craziest sexual stuff ever. Yeah, she uh, was funny. The fact that she's willing to do that. And comedy has been really short-lived the last few years. They've been dying out. Um, horror and everything else kind of getting boosted. Uh, but she managed to make me laugh a lot. And, and that's so a, no to, hard feelings yeah. that she was good in. So yeah. I wanted to, uh, you know... Uh, uh, recognize her supporting actor actress i mean supporting actress vanessa kirby and napoleon I, I don't know why she's not getting talked about at all she's very good and probably one of the better parts of napoleon yeah yeah I, she was really good out. in that she was i have her as my top uh with uh like some people behind her like viola davis and air but also paula um, lunchinger from uh el condi which kind of st- like stood out through the whole movie. Like it's got just 
kind of making you want to watch what's going to happen to this, even if the movie was kind of bland. Yeah, the movie was very odd. It was very odd, but she really ate up the screen. It was uh, really interesting. Also, Florence Pugh does not get any recognition whatsoever oh, for, yeah, Oppenheimer. for Oppenheimer. Yeah. I know Emily Blunt's getting it. I felt her character was completely flip-floppy throughout the movie, and I do think that she's only there to set up a courtroom scene where she's going to be a badass, but mm -hmm. she's completely misused throughout the movie before it. So I don't want to give it to her, but Florence Pugh, on the other hand, yeah, is pretty much nailing it throughout. It's kind of like a obsessive. Yeah, she did good. She did good. And I want to point out Haley Atwell. I, I don't know why she doesn't get any kind of recognition for what My she does. Girl. But in Mission Impossible, she had so much charisma on screen yeah. that you... The scene in the train, yes, when she you think she's gonna fall, is actually so well done, and she is right there with Tom Cruise doing this crazy stuff. And I adored watching her, and I think I just wanted to point her out. Um, awesome actors, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, I, I, I'm to me the best actor of the year, and not only for Bo's Afraid, but Napoleon as well. Mm -hmm. I think that he just is a great actor. He really I, is. He just stands out to me. You know, runners up, of course, Nicolas Cage, uh, Bradley Cooper, Barry Keegan, and I'd say Tom Cruise again for risking his damn life to entertain us. I know, so he really does. That's one of my honorable mentions. I'm going to add him yeah. to the list on Mission Impossible. Yeah, uh, supporting actors, Robert Downey Jr. For me, Oppenheimer, I actually think he steals the movie. That's, I know you, we've talked about this a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, he is stellar in this film. I think that he just, he does a thing where he secretly one thing in the whole movie. It's like a twist. And I think that's really, really well done. And I, I just wanted to point it out as the runners up for supporting actors. I just wanted to say Mark Ruffalo, uh, probably the best part Here's of poor the things. the best thing of poor things. Yes. Um, Ethan Hawke, again, the best part of the leave the world uh, behind. Uh, he's, there's a scene in particular that his acting is top notch. Yeah. Uh, shocking one, but Jamie Foxx for They Clone Tyrone, who steals <laughs> the whole God. fucking movie. He really does, he, though. I, I think that John Boyega <laughs> is really good in that movie. He is. He's unrecognizable. He's unrecognizable. He's very good in it. But Jamie Foxx, when he does comedy, he steals his show. He really he does. He really just steals it. His banter with the girl who is playing the prostitute. <laughs> yeah, I had her name down, too. I wanted to put her <laughs> for supporting because she's great in it, too. Um, that movie, not necessarily my favorite, but the actors were great yeah. in it. I, I think that that movie deserves so much more for that great cast. Yes, I was entertained by just the, the three two, of them. Yeah, but the two of them, the prostitute with Jamie Foxx, they, they steal hysterical. It, yeah. Hysterical. Because uh, John Boyega's character is a little too on the serious side, but the other two feel more relatable in that yeah. jokey way. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Gosling for Barbie, of yeah. course. I mean, he's great. Again, another actor willing to do crazy stuff to get a joke, and I, I adore him for it. And directors. Uh, Ari Aster for Bo is Not Afraid, to me, mm -hmm. uh, I already said that, uh, the director of Anatomy of a Fall, the director of Saltburn, Dream Scenario, Oppenheimer, of course, and I just want to recognize Sofia Coppola for Priscilla. I know that it's a movie that a lot of people are not going to like, but I think that's exactly the kind of movie she was trying to make, and kind of going to give her credit for making an uncomfortable film. Okay. And I think it's uh, pretty interesting, pretty unique. But my uh, my uh, big honorable mentions uh, for movies, uh, things in movies that people don't give enough credit, cinematography for El Condi. 
Oh my god, it was great. It looks gorgeous. Absolutely stunning. Yeah, it's a gorgeous looking flick. Um, even if it's just not that great, it just wow. The that's black the and white I, usage. Yeah, is I feel amazing. that's Sizu also same. You same. Yeah, I, I I I'm with you on that. Um, and Mission Impossible for stunts and special effect and choreography, and uh, the Barbie like I already said was set design, and Godzilla one and the creator for visual effects. Yeah. Um. The. the I think Godzilla got nominated for best special effects uh, for visual effects. And it kind of deserves it because the director of that movie was doing the special effects as well. Mm, and wow. he was working his ass off. He said that he, the only thing that was his, um, like Achilles heel was the fact that his computer was running out of, uh, with space. <laughs> I'm like, he was, anybody was like shocked. Like, You're doing this on your computer at home. Like oh what the God. hell? This guy was working his ass off. And, uh, I think he deserves some credit. It looked yeah. really beautiful. A very, and, and just for making Godzilla terrifying again, you know, kind I of mean, very interesting. It's the big man. He's always terrifying. Yeah. I should have nominated a Godzilla for best actor of the year, but you know what? You should have, it's very disappointing. You know, you can't snub your boy. <laughs> Right. So uh, what did you have? Anything else you wanted to add to our ranking and ratings and our thoughts on the Oscars? And... Um, yeah, you know, I, I wish that I had seen this Annette Benning film. Yeah, that came out of nowhere, too. People Nyan. are surprised by her being nominated. Uh, yeah, I yeah. really, because I think Annette Benning is a really good actress. She's a phenomenal I actress. wish that I had seen that. Um, But I, I got to tell you, I, I, I really hope that Jeffrey Wright, even though I haven't seen his film. Yeah, I want to see it so bad. I want him to win an honorary Oscar because he's fucking amazing. Jeffrey Wright is just... This is the craziest thing. I I wanted to put that in honorable mentions. Just Jeffrey Wright. Mm -hmm. I I didn't see his movie, but like I saw uh, Asteroid City, which Mm -hmm. was my disappointing movie of the year. Uh, But his voice just makes me want to i don't even care what's happening i just love this dude like i love this we're like we have such crushes on i do and and i want to see his movie very bad i think the movie looks really good and i'm very mad that this is coming out so late you know i want to see it uh yeah he i already thought i think i said this in my movie in my the jammies or whatever we did last year for Mm -hmm. best movies i think i mentioned him as my actor Mm -hmm. because um he did um Wes Anderson's other last film, which I thought was my favorite movie that year that we did it, uh, The French Dispatch. Yep. He uh, w- he was phenomenal in that film. I don't know. I, he didn't get any credit. It's a very short bit I get in the movie. Yeah, but he's yeah. so good in he it. He really is. But you remember when Anne Hathaway won an Oscar for her one, you know, scene that she... <laughs> You're they, always they coming talk for about her. that one scene. She, it's amazing. Yes, it's but I'm just absolutely saying... I'm not saying there's, that it's not, but what I'm saying is if, if she could win... Then he can win. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? Oh, he should have been nominated. He wasn't even referenced. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's so brilliant. He's a brilliant actor. And I just want, it's like that time, like before DiCaprio, DiCaprio has an Oscar now. Yes. But before he, when he didn't have an Oscar, I'm like, motherfuckers, just give him an Oscar just for being amazing. Yeah. I mean, he's deserved it so many times before. Right. It, it's so funny when actors finally win, they always win it for something that you feel like didn't deserve it so much. But, you know, it's that sympathy award. Yeah. I wish it would stop with the sympathy awards. I, you know, I, I agree with that. I, I think we, we just learned this year that um, Better Call Saul law never won an award. And we're floored by it. And just seeing, like, these people, like, holy crap. 
is Bob Odeker ever going to get this uh, like award because the guy deserves it? The He's same amazing. Thing. So was Rhea Seahorn in that move in that show? Oh. It, that that whole entire cast is amazing, yes. amazing. But it just pisses me off. It pisses me off when people who deserve recognition don't get it, such as the stunts. Why is there not a fucking a category? Board, yes. For stunts. This deserves to happen. Have none of you ever seen any Mission Impossible movie? Have any of you ever seen The Raid? I mean, come on. I'm talking about amazing stunts where, like, I mean, people are almost killing themselves. A lot of them do, There really has to be, like, an award for stunt coordinator. We're too far in for this not to be a thing, especially since CGI is now going to take the over and stunts might go away one day which i hope oh, never God, happens don't say it but it might and uh that's an award that deserves to occur like i don't understand it it pisses me off uh, i you know uh, i also saw that um um sterling k brown also got nominated which surprised a lot of people for american fiction as well oh and a lot of people were shocked as one of the her him and annette benning but they're both great when i saw both their names i was like another great actor mm-hmm very glad to see him up there because he deserves it. Uh, we never got to see the movie where he played the televangelist. I oh, wanted to see it really yeah, bad. Yeah, no, we never did. With him, uh, uh, was it Taraja P. Henson? Taraja P. Henson, we love her. And uh, they did a movie together, and I was like, I want to see this so bad. And uh, I thought he was going to get nominated for it, and it never got anything either. Um, oh. Yeah. Was it Honk for Jesus or something like that? Oh, something like that. Yeah, I wanted to see that really bad, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I know there was a bunch of uh, people saying like, "What's going to win?" And I think this is going to be an easy year to I guess mean, what's going to win these Oscars. Yeah, you could definitely guess because of all the the hype and the hubbub, and um. And I think that they're going to check these boxes because they're very, very scared to piss anybody off. So I think they're going to be like, "Oh, we have to give it to certain people and do certain mm-hmm. things," which is a shame. I, I wish that shit would go away. I think it should just be for the talent, like mm-hmm. just. Really have a bunch of people watch something and just have that group just check the box of what they think is the best. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, as I've heard a lot of people say, and we have not seen Killers of the Flower Moon yet, but I hear that the actress isn't as good as a lot of the actresses this year. And they're saying, unfortunately, uh. she, she won the Golden Globe. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think that probably it's a safe bet to say what's going to win in those categories, mm-hmm. I, I think, anyways. Which is a shame. Yeah. But uh yeah, that's our that's it, right? You got that's, anything else? No, that's it. That's all we got. Okay. Yeah. So well uh, that's our listing, our ranking, our thoughts, and uh hey, have a good one. You can find us on social media at just another movie night on Instagram and a crafty misfit on Instagram. We love to hear your thoughts. And if you want to scream at me for elemental Go ahead. Yeah. Just remember, I'm happy. You know what? You'll be happy with yourself. And if you guys all want to scream at me for my picks, you know what? Blow it out your ass, okay? Love you. Bye.